Tailgater Sports. That's right, everybody. You heard the guy with the cool announcer voice. It is another episode of Tailgater Sports. I don't know why I say it like that, guys. Let me just bring in Randy. This is Randy. What up? This is Tyler. I don't. I always tell you, I don't like saying it like Tailgater Sports, but I do it it's, every time. It's a weird. It's a weird word to say. A lot of the times, I mess up on these damn intros. It's because I stumble over that because I consciously tell myself not to say it that way. Mm-hmm. And then I say it that way. And then I'm all out of whack. I call you Ducks fans. I mean, I call you, see, look at yep, I call you. Well, I call you an Angels fan. I call defense, though. We I'm do, all out of whack. And then it's all mental. We do do this like extremely late in the uh, in the uh, the morning after yeah, work, which is so. funny because it's not late in the day. It's late yeah, in the morning. Just late in the morning. But well, it's funny for me because it is late in the day. It's already twelve thirty six. True, true. Ty- so Tyler's got, in Houston. For anybody, used to the time for anybody just joining the podcast, welcome, welcome. Me and Randy, we're here in Los Angeles. We uh, we are based in Los Angeles hub of iHeartMedia. And uh, Tyler, he's a Houston transplant. He moved over there to work for the Sean Salisbury show. Uh, what four months ago, Tyler? Yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's been. A, about three and a half months. Yeah, it's kind of flown by. So I have touched on this a couple times with you. How do you? How are you adapting to being a central or central time zone sports fan? Is a central time zone in Houston? Yeah, it's central time zone. Uh, getting a little more used to it. It is weird when I try to book a guest for the show and I tell them like, "Oh, hey, we're gonna call you at," and then I put the time and I put CST. Oh, dude, yeah, man, and that. That gets some used to because I'm I'm just like wow I'm so used to Pacific time. It's it's tough when you it's yeah. tough when you gotta book somebody in a different time zone and then they ask for it what time you're gonna be on your show in a central time zone and be like okay what is that my time I know it's simple math but I get I used to get really paranoid about just math forward most of the time and you gotta worry about going backward if it's a Pacific guy. Yeah, it's it's weird, man. Like and now thank God. If I have to call someone on the East Coast, they're only one hour ahead, so it's not too much of a mix up. And also, because we're on so early in the morning, we don't call a whole lot of people on the West Coast because by the time our show is over at 10 o'clock, it's only 8 o'clock over there. People are still getting up, and that includes like all these writers or all these potential show hosts that you want to call. It's like, oh, hey, let's try and get them for like 7 o'clock our time. You know, I'm like, well, that's 5 o'clock Pacific time. They're not right. going to be up. They're going to be asleep. Yeah, that was some of the perks when I was doing overnights at Fox Sports Radio was, you know, you're working 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. Pacific. Nobody's going to stay up for a 10 minute hit on uh, the NFL on a Saturday morning or going into a Sunday morning. You know, it's, yeah. just, it's like, hey, guess what? Um, don't have to book guests. Yeah, silver lining for being up that late, I guess. But guys, do you hear do you hear that in the air? It's buzzer beater season. It's buzzer beater season. It's March it Madness. We're going to talk a lot about March Madness today. We're not going to give you the 64 round of 64 game by game pick like Tyler wanted to. Um, he's going to put up a solo podcast that for was that. Just a suggestion. He's going to put just up a, a solo podcast so you can listen to him pick all what so 64, 32. That's like what 200, Six, 300 games. 68, like 60. Oh, oh, games. Yeah, there's yeah, a lot. Up. So, so he's going to put out a solo one. And you know, if he has the time to pick every single game for you guys, because um, he Spoiler, wants to do that. I so. do not have the time. <laughs> hey, Jay Bias did it. Jay Billis. Jay Billis. Billis. Well, congratulations Jay Billis. for okay. him. Whatever. Jay Bias? Yeah, his cousin. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, um, I don't know college basketball. So, um, But yeah, so stick around for us not knowing college basketball because Randy and Tyler are going to give you some upset picks. And the reason Tyler Tyler has the has plenty of reason. Randy's reasons, though, on the other hand, I think are pretty intriguing. So we're going to talk March Madness. We're going to give you the info again to get into our March Madness bracket challenge. Um, I don't want to say... You know, I should probably stop saying March Madness because we might get sued by the NCAA because they're really anal about that stuff. It's like the NFL and the big game, the Tostitos and the big game and all those advertisements. Oh, you mean the large uh, plate? The large 
um, eating thing. The large chalice? Yeah. So we got that. Plenty of college basketballs coming up, but we got to talk some NFL QBs real quick Yay. before we get out of here. Yes. So what do we want to go first? Do you want to go Dak getting paid or Drew Brees retiring? Because Drew Brees retirement dump an hour before Selection Sunday show, kind of a weird time to announce that. I kind of feel it's a little awkward for Brees too because I I just feel like there's not a... There's not a lot of like hoorah. He's that's, retiring. That's it's the just thing, sort of man. like okay, he announced it, and everyone's like okay, because that's the thing. It was it's like it felt like a news dump. You know, when people want to get bad news out there, yeah, you dump it at four p.m. on a Friday. Mm-hmm. Weekends going, people will glance over it. You know, whatever. It's a news dump. Yeah, the term here's a technical term, right. a media term. Drew Brees retires an hour before the damn bracket comes out for March Madness. Like, I mean, come on, dude. For somebody who did the the look over his shoulder at the Superdome one last time, and he kind of, you know, he likes, he likes, I think he would like the farewell tour like a little more than I, he got. If I was Drew Brees, after the last game of the season, I would have told reporters, hey, guys, stick around. I want to do an announcement, and that's it. And then just yeah. right off into the sunset. But think about some of the guys who have retired, and then there's just no hoorah for them, which, I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't think necessarily everyone wants a hoorah, but if you put in that much work, I would right. I would like I mean I, I would like to think you would want something like let's think about it Drew Brees and Eli Manning when Eli Manning retired there was nothing, nothing. not that I recall because he kept trying to play and then so it was one of those and awkward, then he had like, that shuffle out had that one game where he got sat because he was playing pretty bad oh, and the fans yeah. were pissed so then his Iron Man streak broke that's right and then oh, that's and then right. he played the next week so then you lose like the one thing he had going for him like his yeah. career's going down the t- Going down the drain, his team's not good. Yeah. He had the Iron Man streak, and then you you bench him, and then you play him the next week. That sucked. Uh, I mean, at least Philip Rivers, he 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 went out, he did his best, yeah, and then he just he called it he called it quits, and we all knew it was coming. And I, my thing too is, I think about just these crazy moments in sports that was, have happened, yeah, with no fans in, like COVID on top of him, like just retiring in a weird way. Like, he didn't have fans at 90% of his season. Phillip Rivers didn't have fans at 90% of his season. I think about last oh, year, that's right, Vince yeah. Carter retired in front of nobody. Or no, Vince, yeah, in Atlanta. Vince, no, no, no. Vince so Carter didn't even retire. He retired. No, he retired oh, unofficially, officially. Right, it's really weird. So his last game mm-hmm. was the game right before they shut down. I think his game was the last televised game before they shut yeah. down the season. And then he's that's like, well, right. if we come back, I don't know if I'm going to be playing. So it's like... Oh, Vince <sighs> Carter's not in the league anymore. Went to start it up again because the Falcons weren't That's good, or the Falcons, the Hawks weren't good. Yeah. Um. And then I just Look, think I about know all of Atlanta sucks, but you need a. Well, you know what? Because I, I have right? I have a Falcon segue coming, so shut up. Um. And I think about uh Patrick Kane just played in his one thousandth game. Um. Uh. Keith Yandel just played in his one thousandth game, and these guys are doing it in like little to no fandom, like Chicago. United Center would have been nuts for Patrick Kane's 1,000th game. This dude brought, like, what, three Stanley Cups, an MVP, heart trophy, whatever. He dude's a Brad. monster in Chicago. And he played in front of, like, 10 fans and the, and the family. The social media team yeah, in Chicago. Like, like, dude, it's like the thing The thing he's been doing has been tossing pucks up because they have routines. Right. Tossing pucks to nobody. And they the big thing was he finally had some fans to toss it to. I just wonder, though, like, for some of these guys... If if this sort of time away from the fans has made them rethink about a lot of things, because you know you're in a bad position, if you said from the get go, yeah, this is more likely, um, this is most likely my final season. So management knows they're expecting it, and then this is the year you get where people aren't right. really even allowed into the stadiums, or people aren't just people can't come. So it's like, well, damn, yeah, I'm just playing to nobody pretty yep. much. And there's been there's off the top of my head, I can't remember, but like that just stuck out to me, like Patrick Kane. 
who yeah. like rebirthed Chicago hockey. Him and Keith, uh, Keith days. Him and um, toes. Him and toes. Yeah. Him and toes. Toes. Seabrook. Like Seabrook just retired. I think. Yeah. Seabrook. So, he's an analyst now. Yeah. So it's like it's like one of those things. It's like you 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 got these huge moments. Yeah. And then there's other games that stick out. Uh, there was a Saturday afternoon game. Uh, Joel Embiid put up 50, first time in his career. Empty Wells Fargo Center. It's like, oh, COVID, man. And then you think about Drew Brees, Hall of Fame career, retiring in a weird way on a Sunday before the Selection Sunday How kids show. Do it? His kids, I mean, come on, sentimental value. And then he did the, I keep flashing back to the look over the shoulder on that, his walk off the field right. to, a, to an empty, empty Superdome. And that place should have been going wild for Drew Brees. Instead, it's, there's nobody. He played in the damn Nickelodeon playoff game. And, like, then, and then he opened his stupid mouth on, on a talk show when like, he shouldn't have just opened his mouth. And it's like, oh, yeah, God, Eminem had Drew. people saying F Drew Brees on a rap song. That was kind of weird. Drew, like, people, oh, F Drew. Drew Brees in New Orleans, which is, he was a god there for a little bit. That's, that's a weird year for Drew Brees. Very weird, depressing year for Drew Brees. So, just, Tyler, why I had Falcons on my mind, all right? In his career, 19 and 10 against the Falcons, 54 TDs, 27 interceptions. Are you more comfortable with Taysom Hill being the QB for the Saints or Drew Brees? Um, yes, because look, Taysom Hill may have gotten just absolutely lucky and gotten two really great wins against is, a terrible Is Taysom Falcon Hill going to run the train on the Falcons for the rest of his career in place of Drew Brees no, in New Orleans? No, he is not. Let's all tone it down. Jameis Winston has a better chance of being a capable non-interception throwing quarterback because he had LASIK than Taysom Hill has of beating the Falcons for the rest of his career. Not going to happen. You sure about that, man? Yes, I'm sure. I don't know. I just feel like, well, to Tyler's credit, mm -hmm. um, there is a strong possibility that now that he's not an accessory and he's the primary guy, that the gimmick might get a little bit exposed. Right. You know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, we would see this dude every once in a while, and the one thing he had was the uh, unpredictability. But now that we know that he's kind of like a two-trick pony, it's like, okay, well, he's either going to throw out to the flat or some quick streak, or sorry, quick slant, or he's just going to run with the ball. So now it's like the Saints are faced with the like the option. Like, okay, so well, now is Jameis Winston the gimmick? I don't, I don't know if you want to go with Jameis though, because he came in with that trick play against the Buccaneers. Uh, was it a flea flicker? It might have been a flea flicker in the. Yeah, it was a flea flicker. Yeah, and then he he dropped a bomb on him, and then right. everyone's like, "Oh, Jameis Winston, it's his team, it's his team." Oh, my, there's another moment that I remembered about w the weirdness of Drew Brees' end. When at the end of that playoff game, he they showed him on the sideline mouthing, "This is your team," to Jameis. And imagine being Sean Payton and like the New Orleans Saints management team. Like, yo, hold on, hold on, Drew. Yeah, hey man, I don't remember you being the coach. Yeah, I don't think, little, I don't think you're crazy. Making, you might get up in the booth and then start making those claims. I'm gonna have right? to pucker my lips and little kissy face and like, I don't know, I don't know about that. I don't know, I don't know about man. That. But if yeah, if, I, if I'm New Orleans, I'm definitely going to, um, I, I'm definitely gonna look at my options. You know, maybe try a year out with one of the guys you got on staff, but definitely take a look and see if there's anything, uh, anything available. I feel like there are some needs they need to fill first. Um, and if they're confident enough, then I feel like maybe a quarterback can be something they can look into next year, like more aggressively in the draft. But uh, I mean, it's it's important to take a look at this and just, you know, break it down for what it is. You've got a guy who's sort of a Tim Tebow complex which is the throw, the running gun. Right. And then you got Jameis Winston, who, although it's sort of like a like a, a retribution tour, you got to remember, this is the same dude that threw like, what, 30 picks in a season? Thirty. He led the league he did, in picks? He threw 30 touchdowns and then 30 interceptions, or maybe 31. He ended the year and I think broke the record for 30 and 30 on yeah. a pick six against the, against the, it might have been the Saints on yeah. that one year. I, I'm, 
it's gonna be hard to replace Drew Brees. It just, oh, yeah. it just is. And I think, I think Saints fans have to fully prepare themselves for the reality that is things could go you south know, there was, pretty fast. There was like a weird tide turning. I felt against Drew Brees, anyways. I felt like every time they were kind of trailing, it was, oh, Drew Brees doesn't have it anymore. Oh, Michael Thomas needs more. Alva Kamara is running his ass off. Drew Brees needs to uh, come through. Oh, he doesn't have it. And but then it's like, uh, well, why, okay. Now I think maybe they have a little more leash. Uh-huh. Because obviously Drew Brees isn't there, but it's like they gave Taysom Hill a huge contract. Yeah, and you know what? (laughs) For a team that you were thinking like could be opening and like, okay, let's explore. Then they just like really lash themselves to. Sometimes people. Remember, remember that contract is voidable, meaning they could just be like, no, we're not going to do this after all. Just take it all away. Well, remember, too, sometimes teams think emotionally than logically. Right. You know, like Kirk Cousins, that was an emotional signing. (laughs) I'm sure the majority of Minnesota now is like, they go 13 and three that year that before he signed the big contract. Yeah, something what, like, what, that? like, yo, if Keenum can take this team this far, what about cousins? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure, buddy. I also do enjoy the, um, playing the game of where will the ex superstar go next? So like looking at Mariota and some of the guys who have really tried to build up the repertoire again and show the league, Hey, I can be the, I can be the head guy for a team, but Meanwhile, we've got a pretty decent quarterback class coming in with a handful of guys, like five or six guys who are who are pretty high up there on the board. I mean, you're competing for a spot, but I mean, what are you going to do, man? You got Darnold, you got Mariota, right. who's available. So Tyler, Tyler's been on QB Carousel Watch since we've started watching this last couple of months, and the new league year starts today's the fifteenth. So I think it believe I believe it starts on the seventeenth. Mm-hmm. So two days from now is free agency. I think negotiating window starts today, and right. the new league year starts on Wednesday, the seventeenth. So we could see tons of QB movement here in the next two days or so. Um, Deshaun Watch, I I don't think they're trading them. They seem like they're stuck in the mud. But I know. So, t- so no, hold on, hold on. I, I I have a thought about that. So I think hustle. that they are going to trade. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you for my intro music. Um, I think they are going to trade him. However, I did see an interesting rule loophole on ESPN the other day. Now, if you were to trade someone right now for draft picks you can only trade for the draft picks for the next two drafts meaning this current upcoming draft and the one next year in 2022 however on draft day that rule changes and you could trade for draft picks past the next two drafts so they may be waiting until draft day to trade with one of these other teams because let's say hypothetically they want four first round picks now they know the jets have four first round picks in the next two drafts but the jets don't want to give up all first four first rounders so they might be like hey instead of giving up all four for the next two years we're going to give up the two this year maybe one next year and then the one year after that you can't make that trade until draft day oh. because that's when the rule so takes yeah, effect. Oh, so you have to so weird it. loopholes, man. Okay, so you have to wait till draft day to go further along yeah. in the. Okay, that I, make, do, I do. That also, I do also enjoy the reports that come out, and I understand it's it's people doing their jobs trying to find stuff to put down on uh, on paper yeah. to push uh, to push some content. But can we stop doing the whole like, oh, Deshaun says he really likes Miami. I'm like, okay, well, it's not up to Deshaun. Guess what? He's not a free agent. Yeah. You can't just be like, hey, guys, I'm a free agent. I'm going to go sign wherever I want. Another one. Another one. It's a Russell Wilson saga that's going on in Seattle. He's very interested in playing for the Bears. Cool. Yeah. Neato, uh, bro. Go go have a scrimmage. You're, You're under contract with the Seahawks. That's that's and and, and this goes back. This goes back to what I always bitch and moan about. 
and this is gonna this is a bit of a from from right field, but this is because of the NBA. And the NBA I'm said disgruntled. The, the you're, NBA you agree. The, the, or I agree. <laughs> yeah, you agree. Uh the NBA set yourself, the precedent, yep. which is sort of like, yo, I don't want to be here. I'm gonna go play someone else. I'll play somewhere else. Meh. Again, and so sorry. Now, and look, another Houston shoehorn. PJ Tucker. <laughs> PJ Tucker. I'm upset. I'm not getting traded as a contender. Well, dude, go to work. Sorry. Yeah. And I mean, look. No, I, yeah. So now he's sitting, you know, he's away from the team and right. they're just basically waiting to find a train partner. But if I'm if look, to be perfectly honest. If I'm the Rockets, I'm just like, yo, I'm not going to trade you a contender. I'm going to trade you to whoever gives me the best that was, offer. Yeah, if bro. that happens to be like the freaking Raptors who are in last place, then so be yeah. it. Your ass yeah, is going I never to Tampa. Understand. I never understood the give the superstar that's being a a, a diva what he wants. Uh, I want I, James Harden. He he would be. I know there's no no trade clauses and stuff that makes situations different. But it's like, oh, so and so's. Uh, unhappy with the team and would be interested or want to be traded here and here. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm trading you to the European Basketball Association of Siberia for a, a washing machine. Uh, have fun. <laughs> Was it Luke? You're not. You're not getting what you want out of this. You're making my life hell. I'm gonna make your life hell. Hey, buddy. I'm sending you to Rio Hondo, our Rio Grande, to play with the G League team. <laughs> yes. Have fun. See you later. But the, but yeah, no. And see, the thing that really irritates me though is that look, I understand these athletes are figures. They're notable people in 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 uh. In, um, in, in the culture and in the media and entertainment, but don't come after me and don't tell me what this whole like, well, you know what? They're people like these people are the reason why the league is the way it is. Okay. But when you enter something like this, mm -hmm. like being a professional athlete is a luxury. Yeah. No one is entitled to just be a professional athlete. And when you decide to do that, there are things that come with it. That's why I never understood why the NBA just let people do the things yeah. they did. Stern shot down Chris Paul going to the Lakers, but then everything else is okay to have. You could do everything else. Like it just, it, the yeah. double standard just the, didn't make sense. And I know we're jumping over here now. We're crossing paths, but it's like back when uh, last year, Kevin Durant was having his beef with the media. I just want to show up and play ball. Kyrie, I'm not going to do my media, whatever. Well, you're costing your team money, so you are, or else they're going to find your ass. And it's money coming out of everybody's wallets. But then it goes back to KD's comments. So it's like he was said something along the lines. I just want to go play ball or, you know, come to the gym and play ball. It's like, well, dude, if you want to do that, go to the YMCA. You're, you're getting paid millions of dollars. You got media obligations yeah. it sucks i'm sorry but pull a marshawn lynch i'm just here so i don't get fined whatever you got to do it you got to do it people are going to write about you either yeah. way whether or not you come and be a dick you come and give half-assed answers but you got to do it i'm sorry you, you lose your right to be the, the i just want to play the sport when you sign on the dotted line it sucks i understand and but people people need to stop making the correlation of like oh well when you force these guys to do what they want you're just doing whatever such and such wants you to do it's like you're not their you're not their slave you're not the i'm like you guys are okay guys you're making millions of dollars to yeah. play a sport that you love so then when you hear stuff about like the nfl where it's like yeah it's not where i want to go i'm like bro it's not up to where you want to go yeah, sorry it's, i mean you, you, you sign you you you're an employee and an employer. You can make a preference. Yeah. And if that team wants to reciprocate that same energy, cool. But if they don't, then I'm going to trade you where I get the best option. Mm -hmm. What benefit is it for me to trade you the Jets for one pick when Chicago's offering me two? Right. Even though you're like, oh, I don't want to go to Chicago. Not my problem. Yeah. I honestly can't wait for free agency to open up. We've been we've been sitting here like kind of salivating at the idea of all this QB movement and stuff like that. And the cap is not as high as ex expected. So you got teams reworking, players getting cut. Um, I know we already had Carson Wentz get traded. So that's one player off the block, but wasn't even that excited about him. So nah. Tyler, off the top of my head, if you can remember, give me some of the QBs that are should be on the move. We've had. Um, so. Go ahead. 
well, Deshaun Watson is one. Uh, Mitch Trubisky most likely not going to be in Chicago again. Uh, let me think. Was I think Nick Foles was potentially also on the move. Marcus Mariota potentially on the move. One that's staying where he played last year that we thought might be on the move. Cam Newton is staying in New England, so that's done. Oh, he got paid fourteen a, million. Yeah, and he got paid fourteen million. Also, they just signed Johnu Smith today. I think that's secretly a great move for them. Uh, Jameis Winston could be on the move. Nothing set in stone about him being in New Orleans. I've heard now. Okay, so here's the funny thing: is that everyone's saying, or everyone knows that Deshaun Watson does not want to be in Houston, right? So David Cully, the brand new head coach for the Texans had his press conference the other day and basically admitted that the Texans have no contingency plan. Oh yeah. He does leave. So it's like, Oh, what the hell is going on? So fall guy, he's a fall guy, man. Exactly. So (laughs) they had, they had three quarterbacks on the roster last year, AJ McCarron, who's now a free agent and Josh McCown who retired. Deshaun Watson is the only quarterback currently on the roster. So I have no idea what the hell they're going to do. Mitch Trubisky's going to be a Texan. Mitch oh, Trubisky, don't, please don't Trubisky oh, or Darnold are going to be the only two mother effers crazy enough to go to Houston because well, Darnold won't have a choice. Darnold would be a trade. He wouldn't have. Oh, a choice. sorry. A trade. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, for for the sake of um, these guys, like, let's say like the some of the free agents like Trubisky, I'm sure Trubisky would go down there for what, like a what, like a, a fancy smoker slash barbecue combo set and like <laughs> a few million dollars. Just so he can be a starter again. That should be a fun segment. Just name the appliance you would you would trade this QB for. Okay, I would say. All right, all right. Let's see. <laughs> I would trade Darnold if I'm if I'm the uh, if I'm in the ownership for the Houston Texans. I would trade a Traeger grill slash smoker combo. I would probably trade. I would probably. I wouldn't even give him like an 8K television. I'd give him like a 55 inch 4K TV. Maybe a <laughs> Samsung. No, actually, no. I give him an LG because LG, you can't even download Toss in all- a, an air fryer. I used an air fryer an for air the fryer. first time over the weekend. Very nice appliance. I would all no, but but see, like air fryer is too given though. I give him mm. the Instapot air fryer combo. Okay, okay. I have one of those. Thing is so goddamn confusing to use because you can't tell which setting is air fryer, which setting is Instapot. So I'm like, <laughs> you know what, guys, you guys freaking figure it out. And then the LG 55 inch 4K television, you can't download like half the apps for these programs, so you have to like install a Chromecast or a Fire Stick to do it, which is too much of a headache. So like, I'm gonna give them some pretty decent appliances, but there's but still gonna be you're some also headaches. just unloading stuff. Like, yeah, those are the nasty contracts that you're giving up to get a QB back. Yeah, and if you if they give me like you know maybe a dra- like a second round pick or something, I'll throw in a bidet accessory for a toilet <laughs> not even a full bidet integrated toilet just like an accessory that you gotta like plug into the water yeah. and stuff so i don't know what about I, you tyler? i'd take what would that you, deal tyler what would you trade what electronics did you trade I for mean, uh, sam darnold <laughs> I, I don't know if i would trade electronics per se i might uh what, what's a big thing down here shipley's donuts i might trade the rights to one of the shipley's franchises down here just like put put, put the put the like store that. put the front on like wheels and like drive it up there. <laughs> yeah, just put the fr- yeah drive it up there. Like okay, for example, if I'm Atlanta's GM and I'm trying to trade for a player, I'll tell you what, I'll give you the rights to a Waffle House and the Chick Fil A inside. Dude, we were just Stadium. talking about Waffle House yeah. before. Like you weren't even on the mic yet. We were talking about it with Menace because we we're like, dude, whenever you're in the South, you got to hit a Waffle House because. Randy, by the way, was in North Carolina. We got to talk about your trip a little bit. He was went to the NASCAR Hall of Fame over the weekend. Yeah, and you are in a Casey Hayward. What's it? Uh, this is a, a Casey. Uh, hey, who's this, Casey? Casey Hayward's a football player, right? Yeah, Casey Hayward. Chase, Chase Elliott. Chase, Chase yeah. Hayward is 
Is Chase Elliott in the number yeah, nine a beautiful car. football player. You're right. Yeah, so, so bad. maybe after this, before we get in a little bit of March Madness talk, you're going to give us a synopsis of the Charlotte life and the NASCAR Hall of Fame. Okay, so speaking about like uh, trading people for things and food and yeah. whatnot, like as if they're actual like livestock, um, <laughs> uh, Bojangles, which is a chain primarily found on the East Coast. Let me tell you something, man. Changed my life. Right. That so chicken. Bojangles and Waffle oh House. We need to God. The, you need to get them out west. The biscuits, buttery, well made. And what's crazy too is like this, it's not like I went to like a like the Bojangles. Right. Bojangles is just like a throw, it's like a McDonald's here. Just a bunch of bunch of spots scattered all over the place. But the chicken, crispy, they really yeah, put the sandwich the, you get you posted on our group meet or group message. It looks pretty juicy. They it add pretty extra spices like Ooh. underneath the skin on layer of the chicken, so it's nice and spicy when you bite into it. You don't even need like sauces or anything, it's just the biscuit cheese and the chicken. And they even had their own Mountain Dew flavor too, which is like Southern Shock, which is a which is a drink Hot. that yeah. But let me tell you something: people in the South they love sugar, so everything there, sugar, yeah, sugar, dude. sugar. Southern was it like Southern iced tea or something like that? It's just oh my god, just it's like a bucket of like sugar, yes, like a gallon of sugar. It's in it. sugar yeah. with some water and a, little, and a and a hint of tea, and then um. But so I, I would definitely trade for some Bojangles. Um, I I kind of went into the NASCAR Hall of Fame just because I was like, you know what? It's like sixty bucks to walk around and look at all the cars oh, and Christ. act like I know what I'm looking at. I'm like, okay, this is cool, I guess. But there are did people you sit there. In any cars? I did sit in one car. Nice. I didn't take a picture because nobody was there to take a picture of me. It was just <laughs> me alone in a hall with a car. I'm like, that's pretty cool. And I went to the gift shop, and everyone's so nice there. I really want to get a racing jacket, but. The one I Those wanted, expensive. yeah, I wanted the Martin Truex Jr. one, which is the Bass Pro Shops, and oh, they, yeah. but all they had was like a double X. There was, um, I don't even know the guy's goddamn name, but a Coors Light uh, jacket yeah. that was pretty sweet, Silver but, Bullet baby. But I came to the conclusion, and I, th- I haven't told anyone this. I came to the conclusion that I, one hundred percent, would be okay with work, and not that it, not that it's like, a, like, oh, I guess I'll settle for it, but I would be totally cool with working for NASCAR. Because I was looking at like because they you know they have like these uh those elongated photos of all the racetracks yeah. the same way they do with stadiums there are racetracks all over the country New Hampshire Delaware yeah, dude, that's uh, Arizona Nevada I'm like how fun would it be just to like yeah I gotta go I gotta go fly to New Hampshire what for I'm gonna watch a bunch of race cars drive yeah, around you know. drink some beer and with stuff because I'm I'm sure ownership I'm sure yeah turn, turn left, left turn left here comes another left turn I'm sure the ownership in NASCAR probably have a great time too because you know damn well they're all Southern people yeah went to Bama Auburn you know the SEC schools they they grew up having fun having a good time but like just the the whole atmosphere. It's it's a party. so different. It's you then party. you get down into like the the RV section between in the in the grass. Yeah. I don't know if they call it the pit. I'm just gonna call it the pit because it sounds like something that should be called the pit. I'm sure they have something even cooler named for it. But yeah, you get rednecks just drinking all weekend. Get there on a Friday. You have races going all I weekend. Go, I want to go to a NASCAR race. We need it. We need to somehow. There was one in Phoenix, out. the Phoenix Raceway, over the weekend. Uh, they have one in Vegas. That's where they do EDC. So you could probably hit the one in. V- Dude, there's Pomona. Pomona Raceway. They do them in Pomona at least once a year. I'd be down Down to go to the Pomona Raceway. I mean, there's literally a NASCAR race over in Fontana. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fontana, Pomona. Yeah. The Fontucky 500. Yeah. The Fontucky 100. Um, But but yeah, I mean, overall, it was uh, was pretty interesting. I mean, I'm be honest with you. Like, I've always, from the get go, said I'm totally open to moving places for work and stuff. But after being a Charlotte man, I mean, there's there's not much there's not <laughs> yeah. much that makes you want to go there. I, I mean, there are certain there are they're nice little gems, but being there was really funny because I took a picture of uh, Bank of America Stadium, which is where the the Carolina Panthers play. Right, and I'm like, if you're if you're a prospect, right, you're a guy, and you're looking at places to potentially move to, and Charlotte comes up, it's like. 
dude. I, I get like I get it now. Like I, I after going, I mean, I was only there for two days, but like going there and driving around and seeing what was open and what wasn't open. Is, I'm like, that's what you base it on. If you're a player, it's like you got to pay me a ton of money because I'm gonna have to live in Charlotte, North Carolina, seven five to six seven months out of the year. Yeah, and and when you compare places like that to uh, places like Atlanta, which is a hop and a skip away, it's like why would I not go right. to Atlanta? Right. Or why would I not just live up in New but York? That's why all these pro athletes, man, they have like summer homes, off season homes. You think about all the Cuban guys, whatever, you know, or Cuban or whatever, yeah. Cuban, Mexican. These guys live in Minnesota to play for the Twins in Major League Baseball. You think they're living there in Minnesota in the off season when it's cold in December, right. November, right. October? They're not in the playoffs. Which is why I, I you know. Which is why I find hockey players so funny because hockey players they're the exact opposite. Like they'll play in Los Angeles and they'll go back to live in like Ontario <laughs> yeah. during the right. summer. Yeah, let's, I'm like, go, what are you doing? We gotta, dude? Go, we gotta go live in winter, eh? You already live in the vacation house. What <laughs> exactly. are you? Where are you going? Exactly. Like I, you're, I'm driving around. Two lane freeway in and out of the city. There's just woods. Mm -hmm. Every once in a while, you run to like a, a a town that's like decent decent population. But overall, there's there's just really nothing. Life outside of LA, man, it's it's a different world. And like Tyler, I, I mean, Houston, I love, Houston's not as bad as that kind of rural like you are. Like, but Houston, if you get outside of the the city, yeah. you're you're in sticks. Like you get two lanes into some some housing developments. Right. You're out. You're in. You're out. Well, well maybe last. It's though. weird. It's weird because like outside of every major city. Okay. When I did that road trip to New York uh, last summer, we passed through a bunch of major cities. And besides LA and besides maybe San Diego, every major city we passed through, 15 miles out, okay, there's just on. nothing. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And I've never understood hold that. Hold on, I don't want to interrupt your story, but why did you pass through San Diego on a road trip from LA to New York? Oh, wait, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, in general, because I've been to San Diego. Oh, okay. I was like, that's a weird like a route, man. What did you oh do, man? And I'm like, why is this just coming up? They went to San Diego was first. Was the map okay. upside down? You're like, oh, wait, we're going the wrong Damn, way. Wait, we hit Mexico. What's supposed to be at the bottom. Uh, but what was funny, though, Tyler, is I was telling uh, Eric about this. When I got off the plane, the mayor of uh, Charlotte goes, like, it's one of those things, those, like, uh, recorded messages where it's, welcome to Charlotte. It was, it was like, welcome to Charlotte, North Carolina, America's 15th largest city. I'm like, 15th. So then I'm, I'm, I'm like, in the room with Eric and I'm like okay I'm gonna count on my my hands all the cities that I think are bigger than Charlotte it was like okay LA New York uh Miami uh Chicago uh maybe Denver uh yeah, like Dallas Houston Dallas Houston San Antonio Probably Austin in Texas too um let's say Austin and then after that Atlanta. I'm like at Atlanta I'm like okay that's 10 what are the other five? <laughs> so it's like, oh my god! Yeah, that's your that's your bragging point. Hey, and we're I'm pretty sure, big, and I'm sure like three of the cities you mentioned probably aren't even right bigger than Charlotte. But it was just so interesting, and I think the reason why I bring this up though kind of goes back to what we're talking about: these guys who really want to be traded certain places. It's because they see they've been to these places that they're potentially going to get traded to. Like, yo, we went on an yeah. away game to to Buffalo, and I'm sure Buffalo is nice. But I want to get crazy. I want yeah. to go out and stuff. I can't go out when it's 30 well, degrees outside. What's the video about Marshawn Lynch back when he was in Buffalo? It's like he was pumped that they put a Dave and Buster's in Buffalo. Like that was the big thing. <laughs> yeah, hey, man. Buffalo, man. You play for the Bills. You play for the Sabres. And hopefully they're good when you're on the team. Or hey, else life's going to suck. There's money in the town. There's money in the team. You're still going to get your money. You're going to live in a nice big old house. But sometimes. And you have a summer home in LA. And you oftentimes, like, you wonder. You go on Twitter and you're like, yo, why was. I mean, I don't know. Why was. Uh, 
Why was Josh Allen spotted out of Chili's? Josh Allen's been in Palm Springs for like last two months. Because guess what? <laughs> yeah. It's cold in Buffalo right now. But that, but that's like the thing that always makes me laugh though. And people are like, oh my god, like why is it that people in like and like uh, you know like Buffalo or Indianapolis they see guys who are like, oh my god, uh, didn't you see Ty Hilton was at the was at the Chili's on whatever right. whatever? I'm like because that's all there is. That's the nice parts. That's like those are yeah. the things to go check out if if you want to have like a modest night out. I mean, whereas Los Angeles is like you can't find anyone because like I'm not gonna go Chili's. Yeah, and there's, the the city's too big. It's yeah. like oh, they were at NoHo. I ain't going over there. I, I get to like 85 yeah. better restaurants. Not better maybe, but 85 just as good, cheaper right, restaurants. Right, I don't right. gotta go Star Hunt and freaking WeHo or Beverly and look, Hills. Don't get me wrong. I'm not by any means. I'm not crapping on these on these places. It's just sort of like different. It's an eye opener, man. Different strokes, different folks. Yeah, there you, you know, go. people like the slow life. Slow life's not for me. <laughs> All right. Well, there's your synopsis from Charlotte, North Carolina. If we offended anybody by that from Charlotte, that's North Tyler Carolina, the board that's up Tyler the board up on Instagram and Twitter. Let him know how you Definitely feel about not, it. Not, no. um, that's, his DMs, I believe, are open at Tyler the board up. What did you say about Houston, man? Yeah, yeah, uh, so. man. I mean, I know uh, it's flat, but Jesus. <laughs> real quick, before we get into March Madness talk, because we got to pick some games, pump our bracket challenge again. Let's go Colgate, um, baby. One thing I am extremely happy is over. It's it, it was getting very close to the era talk, the MJ LeBron, the the rankings. One thing that I'm happy, so happy that it's over that I don't have to hear another second is Dak versus the Cowboys. It's over, guys. It's over. Dak got his money. Dak got a whole whopping $160 million contract to play for the Cowboys. And I never have to hear about the franchise tag with him again. I never have to hear about him betting on himself again. I never have to hear about Jerry, blah, 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 blah. Because he's going to be playing for the Cowboys and probably, um, I want to say end his career because he'd probably be about, about 30-something when he's what done What a stupid waste so. of time, though. As if the Cowboys didn't have the money. Every Dude, that's what I'm saying, man. Every year it was, oh, they're not going to pay him. Franchise tag him. Oh, whatever. They should pay him. They're not going to pay him. Franchise tag him. Yeah. And then they give him the money. I'm like, you, Jerry Jones could... Freaking buy the moon if you wanted to. You tell me he can't. He can't afford they give the quarterback. Him the money after he destroys his ankle, by the way, in a, a completely off the wall situation. Like, all right, you're our guy now. Yeah. Well, the most depressing thing too, I've I've uh, I've come to terms with, with um because the Packers also recently signed someone that they wanted to keep Aaron Jones, um is that a lot of times you never really know like after these guys get the big contracts, it's like okay, well, what's the production gonna look like? Because the, the a tale as old as time is guys get their money. And then the performance declines because it's like I they wanna, really have nothing to play for. Which I want to I want to apologize to Dak Prescott. I feel like this whole franchise tag stuff um, has created a narrative in my mind, at least, where I've just assumed he's not worth the money, where I've just assumed he's butt, which he's actually a pretty good quarterback, by the way, guys. I know the Cowboys haven't won much with him or I guess yeah. won in the playoffs with him, but the dude's 49 and 27. Like he's winning. He has a 10 wins. He has a 13 win season and a 10 win season. I think the thing is like, and I think that the whole like them not paying him just kind of created this idea in my mind right. where I didn't really dive much into. It. I'm like, oh well, they're not paying him; he must not be worth the money. When I mean, there's probably 75 percent of the teams that would take a 10 win and a 13 win season in four years with your QB. Well, the problem is it's not even him that's but the team around him is but true. They lost their entire offensive line. True. Zeke has fallen off a cliff. Zeke has fallen off a cliff. Their O line is non-existent. They're a star linebacker. Another tale as old as time. Cowboys linebackers being held together by tape and glue. You know, like look at Sean Lee with his disintegrated knee. And then you got uh, Vander Esch, Leighton Vander Esch, whose, ba- <laughs> whose spine is literally hand, uh, holding on for dear life. With that giant the, uh, buckle thing behind him. What is that? Head the, thing? the cowboy collars. Yeah. He's got the cowboy the collar. Breaks. Yeah. He's got the cowboy collar and he's got a severe spinal stenosis. So it's like, yo, if he takes one more hit in the head. That's it. No more football for him. So it's like, and 
if you're a Cowboys fan, it's hard to be excited about anything. But at least now you know for a fact that you have a quarterback. It's a quarterback that everyone seems to really love. And like you said, someone who's at least putting up decent production. I love the storyline that was going against him getting the money through this last couple of months was, well, Andy Dalton came in and he wasn't that bad. Guys, shut up. <laughs> okay, shut up. Get fire crotch away yes, from Because the I'd rather live through another season of Andy Dalton yeah. and Ben DiNucci. That's yeah. great. Yeah, shut up, guys. Okay. Oh, poor Ben DiNucci, man. Don't attack Ben like that. He didn't do anything to deserve that. Dude, that was, that was bad. That was bad. What do you expect the, the starting quarterback for James Madison to do in a, in a professional football game? Where did he throw three three passes and like three were picked or yeah, six he got, passes he got three like, picks? He got like rocked that? like four times yeah. too. And I'm like, what do you expect <laughs> him to do? He's scrambling to the left every play. And it's like, dude, stop running. Just hand the ball off. It's, what one, are of those, it's one of those seasons where the O-line are like, ah, oh, damn it. We got to go hit guys again. Like you just stand there just waiting to get d- d- smacked by this big of defensive lineman. Meanwhile, you got to... You got to hold back this beer league quarterback <laughs> who's played like three games against legitimate players, contenders right, with Tyler, good teams. Who would you be more afraid of as the QB for the Saints, Dak Prescott or Taysom Hill? Dak Prescott, without a doubt. I'm. I've. This is the thing. I hate the Cowboys, but I'm a big Dak Prescott fan. Yeah, I like Dak and Prescott. Like I, Mississippi State. I, I've crunched the numbers throughout his career. The only Crunch losing him. season he's like, you ever know, had like, you know those calculators? is the year that he got hurt. You like those calculators? Tyler's got that visor, that old school calculator. Like he oh, just yeah. cranks it back and he's <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> sounds like, like a, a blue by taxes back exactly. in the 50s. Yeah, exactly. I mean doing like the numbers in his bedroom. 2016, 13 and three, nine and seven, 10 and six, eight and eight, and then two and three last year before his injury. That and he would have nasty. a better record if his team wasn't absolute ass. Like, like you guys said, like the only good thing about the Cowboys is they have really good receivers. Other than that. I can't even, I have no idea who their tight end is. Travis Frederick retired. Like you said, their offensive line is crap. Demarcus Lawrence is pretty much the only star on defense. Oh my God. Nothing against Sean Lee or yeah, nothing against Sean Lee or Leighton Van Der Esch, but they're always getting hurt. Their secondary is always, they always suck. It's like they can't do anything. right. And the coaching staff is beyond abysmal, dude. 106 touchdowns, 40 interceptions, nine comeback wins, 15 game winning drives. Like, honestly, dude, I I had this idea of Dak Prescott because I was like, he's not getting paid. I'm like, this dude is a boob. He's butt. He's a boob. He's a boob. How um, can I, how, dude, how can we forget the, 42 the piece, and 27, man? The piece de restance, which is the head coach is none other than Watermelon Smash and Mike McCarthy. <laughs> right. Yeah. How can I forget? He Melo from, McCarthy. He went from Garrett to McCarthy, and it's like, I mean, the guy's been playing with his hands behind his back. Melo McCarthy <laughs> is the head from coach. Tweedledee to Tweedledum, dude, like for real. No, the Tweedledumist. So this this is uh this should be entertaining. I mean, he sh- I mean, but here's the thing though. I get I get why there's a lot of there was a lot of resistance. I mean, he ha- doesn't win the play. He hasn't won the playoffs, right? He has he hasn't won a playoff game with them yet. I don't think. Didn't he? I thought he won. Uh, I thought he won one game. I, th- I thought he no. He beat he beat Seattle. He beat Seattle in a playoff. Okay. Game. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So one game. So he played three. He's one and one or one and two hundred. So three and then yeah. I guess five and two interceptions. And he he would have won two. If it wasn't for the fact that Aaron Rodgers made one of the greatest throws I've ever seen in my entire life, well, when he threw know, to Jared Cook on the sideline and he did some kind of kneeling toe tap that I've they never seen who before, who won, not how they won. So yeah, who won, not how they won. I'm just saying, Green Bay won that one, and <laughs> Dallas should have won. But all right, well, there's fine. QB talk, guys. Look at that. Football hasn't been played in before we transition here. Football hasn't been played in forever. I just realized how far away the damn draft is still. I saw a commercial for it the other day, like April, April 29th. That's not that long. Over a month and a half. Come on, a month and a month and a half. I guess from today, actually. I I would be more sad if it was like in May. All right, March Madness. Here we go. Here we are. Let's go. March Madness. March Madness. Some theme music here. All right. So tailgater sports, March Madness extravaganza, Taco Ball bonanza giveaway. If you want to play 
in our bracket challenge. ESPN.com slash bracket is the website to go to. Mm -hmm. The group name is Tailgater Sports. The password is Tyler. Falcons suck. There you go. That's Falcons, Falcons suck. F-A-L-C-O-N-S-S-U-C-K. Tailgater Sports on the group name at yeah. ESPN bracket. ESPN.com slash bracket. Just make sure you have an account you're signed in to uh, so you can access the little search bar to look for them. Can I say one thing? Uh, it's been nearly, what, 10 years since I've been on and off the ESPN website, whether it's for fantasy or whatever. It's a can, very accurate number for some reason. <laughs> back to high school. Can we like, can ESPN just figure it out? Like, just make the website not confusing. Dude, I don't get why they have that drop down feature. Why There's can't like, we have everything across the bar? And it really pisses me off when the NHL is not one of the main ones up there. And I have to go to the sidebar, the drop down and scroll through. Um, Con combat sports, racing, yeah, F one H one soccer, Euro soccer, badminton, Co rugby, women's, women's college soccer, women's college, and then college oh, lacrosse, NHL, seventeenth option down the drop down, field menu. hockey before hockey, yeah, and the thing where like the last time of someone wrote an article for field hockey was like two thousand twelve. Right, yeah. <laughs> you click on one, wiped just out. curious, like oh cricket, okay, oh like, oh they're not even doing that anymore. Right, oh, sweet. I see they 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 uh they wiped the entire staff back in twenty fourteen. Right. My thing though is that it's been like they haven't updated their website in like 15 years i'm like could you guys make this like mm -hmm. less confusing for people so espn.com slash bracket group name is tailgater sports the password is falcon suck if you want to play the bracket challenge with us uh shoot the ish we will all submit one bracket That's um right. the winner of the group we the winner of the group there's tiebreakers i don't want to go into them they'll decide don't nitpick over tiebreaker stuff that the website does it's point registered um the winner will get a taco ball. We posted a picture at Tailgater That's Sports right. on Instagram. We'll ship it out to you. We'll figure out a way to get to you. It's a basketball. We'll to you. It's a it's a basketball that looks like a taco. Pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, Go to pretty, Instagram, pretty Tailgater Sports, at Tailgater Sports to check that out. Um, all right, Tyler. Did you really fill out your bracket already? Because you sent us a picture of a Final Four, a champion yeah, matchup that looked pretty atrocious. And I hope you were joking. I, I told you I hit autofill on that. Okay. And that was okay. automatically. I see, I don't read your messages. Okay, apparently, a 16 seed is going to make okay. the final four for okay, the first see, time. I, just, I don't who read do you, your messages, who, so I just kind of look at the picture sometimes. So that before makes sense. we talk about this, you know what memory I had rekindled in my head when I was uh, filling out my bracket? Do you guys remember college basketball for like Xbox 360 and like PlayStation? Yes. Did you ever play that, Eric? Yes. No, no. Oh, my God. College basketball, a game? Yeah. No, no. Dude, it was so much fun because uh, what's his name? Um, Oh, God. Old... Old Italian guy, super, yeah, baby, super. Dick Vitale. Dick Vitale yeah. was, was like the, the announcer in the game. And so I would play with like Duke. It'd be JJ Redick shooting from deep three. Yeah, baby. One of the one of the hated white guys from Duke. Yeah. There's always one. People just celebrating or like the last one they put out, like the inner, the in-between menu. Uh, you would just play with uh, Blake Griffin back when he played for Oklahoma, just dunking just dunking, taking free shots or whatever. It was a fun game. And stuff like that was, I feel like, back when, like for me, college basketball really made a push. Now I try to. I mean, I I enjoy March, but truthfully, I don't know as much as I'd like to no, say. No, I it's, know. it's tough. It's the problem with college basketball is that it's it's such a big net. It's massive, man. You really got to understand, and then you got to understand conferences that you don't even know. I figure most people don't understand college conferences. The Big West, SEC. Uh, Big Ten, Big Twelve, Pac Twelve, or the, um, ACC. I, you got what, those Power Fives. What I love, I love teams that are in a certain league or certain conference for like basketball, and then a different yeah, and, like you know, and that's conference for football. You get to like Miac, the SWAC, the Big East, the, the Middle SWAC, East, the American, the Mid Atlantic, Sky. the Atlantic Ten. It's hard to keep track of because there's so many damn 
conferences and stuff, which is also why it's fun and why it's fun to watch people try to scramble and become college uh, basketball also, guy like we are now because we're hashtag basketball guys. We're hashtag uh, basketball guys right also, now. Also, in case anyone is curious, the uh, NIT uh, bracket got released. Yeah. Uh, did you read the who's giving them the F you? Uh, they invited North Carolina and Duke and they're like, we will not be attending the NIT this oh, year. Oh my God. Yeah, Colorado State, Buffalo, Davidson, NC State, Boise State, SMU, Memphis, but that sucks, Dayton, uh, Ole Miss, LS, uh, Louisiana Tech, Western Kentucky, St. Mary's, Toledo, Richmond, Mississippi State, and uh, St. Louis. Yeah, shout out to all those guys who got a spot in the not invited tournament. All right, the Tyler, not invited give me a synopsis of your bracket. Have you filled it out already? That's what I want to know because I'm not. The- I actually have legitimately filled it out now. While I have filled it out, I may go back. Make a couple changes. The play-in games. I was gonna say because there's four play-in games. There's four play-in games that establish. I mean, well, there's there's two teams out of each game. I mean, each side that get played in. So give me, give me. You said you have a legitimate upset pick that could uh, mess up some brackets. I, I have a couple upset picks actually. So looking at it, um, first off, in my final four, I only have one of the number one seeds in the final four. So that already makes it a little bit intriguing. It is not Gonzaga, actually. All right, we're not going to so offer them up because I don't want people copying our brackets over here. Yeah, yeah. So, so no, as far as uh, first round upsets go, I'll give you, um, I'll tell you what, I'll give you three. Okay. So I have, now this one is, this one solely depends on the play on, uh, the play-in game. The play-in game between Wichita State and Drake. If Wichita State wins that game, I have them upsetting number six USC. Uh my personal favorite one, I have number 12, Georgetown, beating number five, Colorado. And yeah, me too. last but not least, um, there was another. There's another 12 over five I have. However, I will. Because that's, that that's always the that's oh. always the the one that happens, right? Isn't there right. always a big 12-5 yeah. upset? So I'll, I'll uh, keep that second one secret to myself. But the other upset I have, I do have number 10, Georgia, uh, Georgia Tech over number seven, Florida. Okay, so I have a question about these playing games. I told you guys that's, some, that's something I never really understood. I get the play-in aspect of it, right? Whatever. It's mm-hmm. money-driven. You get two yeah. extra days of ad revenue. It's a little fishier that you get UCLA and Michigan State in playing games. L- draw a little more eyes. Okay, and say, well, I see you. You're not fooling anybody. But I don't get, I don't understand why, okay, you have UCLA, Michigan State, 11 seeds. Mm-hmm. You have Wichita State versus Drake, 11 seeds, right? Uh-huh. And then the other two playing games are 16 seeds. Why do these playing games decide who goes in at an 11th seed, and then you got guys who got kicked out on the bubble? Um, I don't know. I mean, I could have recalled like the past couple of years they had 16 seeds though. But yeah, I, I think in. there was been a 12 or something. But I don't understand. Like, if you have two 11 seeds fighting it out for an 11 seed, why were there teams that got were on the bubble or the first four out when you have two teams playing for a spot above everybody else when there's gonna be five teams ranked below them? I just don't understand it. I don't know either, man. College basketball. <clears throat> And college sports in general just has to be so confusing sometimes. I base a lot of my decisions off of just name value alone. Like I look at them okay. and I'll be like, and I've been right in the past a few times. I'm like, you know what? That looks like an upset. This year, not a whole lot that I saw that really spoke to me like upset. Like there's no way in hell UCSB is going to beat Creighton. So I'm like, okay, that's not going to happen. Ohio's not beating I, I Virginia. Don't I don't know. That that one I almost picked Tyler, UCSB. When know. have you ever seen UCSB ever do anything in basketball? Let's go gauchos. gauchos, baby. Let's the gauchos. go. The last time UCSB did something relevant was when that dude hit a home run to send him to the College World Series Speaking playoffs. Speaking of, uh, we've, we, we always fall off on a random mascot tangents. You guys know what a gaucho is? Is that like a dude that like 
castrates bulls or something? <laughs> no, it's like a Venezuelan cowboy or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. Well, I mean, Northridge, Northridge is a matador. Hey, keep Northridge out your mouth. When was the last time anyone from Northridge went to Spain? Uh, I don't know. We made the tournament, though, the year I went to CSUN, then the year after. Or uh, before we lost oh, to... Oh, I remember. There we was... lost to Kentucky? I think we lost to Kentucky that oh, year. Oh, God. 2010? Those poor bastards. Yeah. We've been on uh, academic suspension and uh, since. I don't think we've ever even sniffed I, the... Uh, I remember I went to a CSUN uh, men's volleyball game when I played uh, volleyball in high school, and up in the rafters was... Uh, yeah, we went to March, the tournament. Tournament participants, and I was like, oh, nice. Yep, yep. Tournament participants. We're the, we're the Colts of the NCAA. We've made it. <laughs> so my, uh, I'm under Tyler's a chode on our tailgater uh, bra- <laughs> bracket challenge and um <laughs> and uh some of the uh one of the games that really stands out to me the most that i'm actually really excited for is uh i'm really looking forward to that unc wisconsin game like that's one of those early matchups where it's almost too good to be true maybe it's because it's unc that i'm like oh it's gonna be so good but right. you know they're probably not the same unc they've been in years mm-hmm. past but um yeah, I, I was showing uh, I was showing uh, Tyler. I don't really have a whole lot of upsets. I think one of the few that I have that really, uh, I guess, is a bit of an upset. Uh, I got uh, Syracuse over uh, San Diego State. Um, I have Maryland over uh, um, UConn and Georgetown over Colorado. Well, all right, yep. Offer up your whole bracket here, and, man. Uh, there you see, go. I got this or no. But uh, will you at least say who you got to win the whole thing or no? No. Why? That's like the purpose of the whole bracket. That's why they don't unlock them until the first game. You don't want people copying I your will, stuff. That's how I you distinguish who wins. You can't have the same pick. Exactly. Exactly. Shut I up. You wanted to go pick by pick. You don't exactly, exactly. This. You wanted I to pick kidding. every Relax. Bullshit. I was joking. <laughs> I do have one little bit of a tease. In the round of 32, I have a one seed losing. Oh, my God. Which I'm, a, which I'm assuming is Gonzaga because that's the team you were saying no, isn't going to make it to the, to the final The number four. one seed of the overall tournament. You're like, ah, it's not going to make the final Here, four. Let's think. Let's think. I, hey, hold on. Hold on. It's not Gonzaga losing in the round of 32. Okay. What do you think about Oral one. Roberts? I like that name. Uh, it's a fun name. That's why I, I love. I love. I just uh, put two and two together right now. Oh I lo- Stupid. I love uh, looking up like the team, the schools I've never heard of before, like Drake University. Drake. What's that? Or uh, you know Saint Bonaventure. That's the a university. Bonnet. But uh, you know, it's just it's this is fun. This is a very special time of the yeah, year. This uh, is like I can't Christmas wait, man. for. What do you guys uh, think sports? about? What do you guys think about the the schedule shift? Round sixty four games start on Friday, not Thursday this week. So it's a Friday Saturday instead of I Thursday kinda, Friday. I kind of like it. You know, it I'm is kind cool. of okay with give, it, me, give you something can, to do on the weekend. Yeah, I can watch the games and get drunk on Friday instead of trying yeah, to get I mean, drunk on a Thursday and have to worry about. It games. was cool when I was working at Fox Sports because I mean I'm, I'm working. It's it's my job. But then as I kind of got a little difficult when I you know shift over here and I'm on Thursday. It's like okay, I'm like kind of working. I'm kind of paying attention. I guarantee employers and school and teachers are probably pretty pumped for it that they don't have to deal with it on Friday. Um, I just love the, I mentioned in the last episode, last podcast, it's like, I just love the wall-to-wall-ness of it all. Like, I watched so much college basketball over the weekend because it was, there's games going on every every channel, every, once one ends, you could go to the next one, and it's, in March, everybody's a college basketball fan, guys, and it's just the best time of year. All right, well, so here it is, last time we can pump it, because by this time next week, the round of 64 will be done, and I'm assuming there will be games being played on Monday yeah, while so we're recording think- this, right? The next time we record, I think we'll be currently going Ooh. through. So we might get some. Boy, we, we might could, get some live reaction. Get some live reaction. I Ooh. love it. I'm pumped. All right, yeah. So ESPN.com/slash/bracket tailgater sports is the group name. The password is Falcons suck. Tyler came up with it. I don't know why. Falcons suck. So weird. Falcons suck is the password. Falcons suck is the password. Tailgater sports is the group name. ESPN.com is the URL to get there. Um, 
Until next week, you guys got anything to say on the way out? There was one Jerry Jones fun fact that I wanted to get in there and I totally forgot. What? The Dak Prescott contract, $160 million. Mm -hmm. Jerry Jones bought the Cowboys for $140 million back in 1989. Wow. So it's crazy. You want to talk about return on your investment. 1989, like you said, he bought the Cowboys for that much. As of today, I looked this up the other day because we were talking about it on air. As of today, the Cowboys are worth $5.5 billion. And on top of that, you know, whatever he's making on the side with Jerry Jones money, whatever the hell he does. And and yet this man's shirt buttons still hold on for dear life. Uh, no my, wonder people let him just run around wild, man. Like he has his own radio show. Like, hey, man, you do whatever you want. <laughs> You're that rich, man. Damn. Okay, What do you got? Um, one of the interesting things about college basketball is how confusing the process is when it comes to making these uh, teams right. in the brackets. So I was kind of perusing through and just looking at stuff and. There is a North Texas Purdue matchup, and so you know, looking at potential upsets, like okay, wonder what looks good. You want to talk mascots? Boilermaker, weird. Boilermaker, very strange. Uh, <laughs> North Texas is like what's like the mean, the mean, mean green. green yeah, which I is play a, North Texas. Weird green. Yeah, it's which mean is a, green. Just a green. I think it's e- a eagle or something. Yeah, I think a it's falcon. like a bird. Yeah. But uh, I looked this stuff. I looked this stuff up. Their overall record was seventeen and nine. They finished third in their side of the conference. The team that they that was number one in their conference, Western Kentucky, twenty and seven, uh, they're in the NIT. Mean Green made it to the final, made it to the tournament because they beat them in the final yeah, of the yeah. tournament. So that's the thing. That's I mean that's one of the things I actually like about college basketball is because they put so much emphasis on winning your division. It's like the Power Five in the in college football. You know, you, yeah. even if you win your division, you're not necessarily you're not necessarily guaranteed a spot in the playoff. I at least like college basketball because you get an auto bid. Like Oregon State won the Pac-12. There's no way they would have sniffed the NCAA tournament, but they get oh, yeah. a go because they won the division. And while they steal a bid from there, like Oregon's going to go no matter what out of that division. USC is going to go. So they steal a bid. They steal a spot from somebody on the bubble. That's one thing I do like about college basketball is that you win your division. You should at least get some kind of incentive for doing it or some kind of, uh, I guess, payoff. I do love looking at the local schools and seeing how they did and how they fared. Uh, Gonzaga is in the same division as LMU. Pepperdine, Pacific, uh, San Diego, and San Francisco, which goes back to what I said yeah. about Gonzaga basically plays a bunch of granola munching intramural teams. Yeah. Guys who are going to school for arts and stuff and like, oh, hey, great. hey, 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 put some respect on Pepperdine. Gonzaga had to beat Utah State and they were down 10 at half. And I think it was the first time Gonzaga had been down at the half for like in like last 25 years or something. Which yeah. real quick, real quick before we go, can't remember his name, but shout out to whoever number 44 is on Utah State. The reason he chose the number 44 is because of the Wendy's 4 for 4 meal. Love that fact. That That's was awesome. That's the purpose right there. Hell shout yeah. Shout out to Marco Anthony. Hell yeah, Marco Anthony, go get a double-double or a 4 for 4 meal, whatever it was. And win, goddammit. I have you on my bracket. March Madness, let's go. <laughs>